Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today we're going to be talking about the movie about an alien invasion told from the perspective of one family, Signs. Let's get spooky. Should I kick us off with a summary? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So Graham Hess, who's a former priest, lives on a rural farm with his asthmatic son Morgan, his daughter Bo, and his younger brother Merrill, who's a failed baseball player. Merrill's been helping out with the family since Graham's wife died six months earlier after she was hit by a car. Uh, after crop circles appear in their corn, they think that local vandals are messing with them. However, soon crop circles begin to show up on the news all around the world, along with lights in the sky. Over the next few days, it becomes clear that aliens have come to Earth. Uh, Graham goes over to Ray Reddy's house, the man responsible for Graham's wife's death. Ray says that he's traveling to the lake, believing that the aliens don't like water. He tells Graham that he's sorry for the accident and that he has one of the aliens locked in his pantry. Graham goes in and sees the alien's hand and slices off some of its fingers in a panic. The family then barricades themselves inside their house as the alien invasion begins. When the aliens eventually break into their house, the family moves to the basement. Morgan has an asthma attack when one of the aliens attacks him through a coal shaft, but he makes it through the night. In the morning, they hear on the radio that the aliens have left abruptly and the family comes back upstairs from their basement. However, they find that the alien that was previously trapped at Ray's house is now in their home, and it takes Morgan hostage. Graham tells Merrill to swing away, which was his wife's last words. The alien sprays Morgan with a toxic gas before Merrill is able to hit the alien with a baseball bat. Graham takes Morgan outside as Merrill fights the alien. Merrill realizes that the water does hurt the aliens and uses the glasses of water left around the house by Bo to kill the alien. Outside, Graham realizes that Morgan's asthma attack constricted his lungs and prevented him from inhaling the toxic gas, saving his life. Graham takes this as a miracle, and months later, the family has recovered from the ordeal, and Graham returns to being a priest. Signs. Signs. <laughs> so great to have finally seen this film. Yeah, for the, what, second or third time for you, right? No, I don't know. I don't remember any of it. I'll never let it go that you told me you watched that. I yeah. I don't know why I said that. I don't. I didn't remember any of it, not even a little bit. Yeah, this is a. I feel like there's parts of this movie that like you don't forget. Yeah. I will always remember the birthday party scene. Period. Yes. Yep. Ingrained in my memory. Pretty iconic. Yeah. Not for, like, the best reasons. Oh. You don't like that part? I, I mean, M. Night didn't want to show the aliens at all in this movie. He wanted them to be invisible. Yes. But he couldn't figure out, like, the special effects or whatever. Mm-hmm. He should have really leaned into that. Show them. Why did you have to show them? And why did you have to show them like that? See, that one doesn't bother me. 
because it's just like a quick like thing and also okay yeah i mean you have to remember like this came out in 20 or 2002 so like yeah nine-year-old me shouldn't have pissing and crying in the club <laughs> yeah but i will say rewatching it now the alien at the end of the movie like i thought they did a good job of kind of obscuring it not really like fully showing the aliens and then at the end it kind of does and you're like okay yeah that's cg <laughs> correct yeah i liked like i mean they did a really good job of like in the reflection of the knife in the reflection of mm-hmm. the tv they should have kept it like that that was much more compelling for me than just straight up the alien like even yeah even the scene where it's like it's almost from the alien's point of view like looking at morgan's face when like he puts his arm down to like do the gas or whatever like even that was okay for me like that was like still like yeah it was like the mysterious close-up shots of the aliens like face and stuff full body yeah and face yeah. yeah that it was just like he had the right idea to begin with show them yeah, I think it just would have been harder to, like, portray what was actually happening in the end there. That's fair. I don't know how they would have done that with invisible aliens. <laughs> True. True. Um, how would they even know, you know? How would you know it was the, the same alien from Ray Reddy's house if you couldn't see that its fingers were cut off, you know? <laughs> True. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't mind... I didn't mind it so much. Yeah, the CGI was like not where we have CGI now, but yeah. Again, I I did watch this when it like came out, so I was like nine. But <laughs> but I, yeah, I think for the most part, I like that. Until that moment, the aliens are kind of like obscured or only shown for a few seconds or so. I think 90 minutes into the movies, the aliens are only shown for, like, 11 seconds. And in total, they're on screen for, like, a minute and a half. Like, it's not a lot of time for a movie about aliens that the aliens are actually shown. (laughs) True. True. Yeah. Um, But I definitely prefer it that way. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, yeah, we've talked about it before, but we're both fans of kind of leaving the monsters up to imagination, especially when they're CGI. Totally. But don't you dare say anything bad about the birthday party scene. Don't no, I'm... ever disrespect that scene. <laughs> no, it's it's a good scene. But like... No. Not one bad word about it. I won't have it. <laughs> I'll cut it out. <laughs> Bigfoot vibes. Yeah. That's why I like it. <laughs> no, it was shot in Miami, and all the kids were actually Brazilian. Oh. And then apparently a Portuguese couple were going to play the parents in it. But M. Night Shyamalan, like, cut them because he realized that their accents were different. I don't think he realized that Brazilian Portuguese and European Portuguese are, like, different languages. Totally different, yeah. Very, very different. So when he heard them both talk, he's like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. That's so funny. Um, you know. Oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of what else. There, there's a ton of fun stuff about this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I was literally just reading an article about how Mark Ruffalo was originally cast in this, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like Joaquin Phoenix was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't really think of Mark Ruffalo as a serious actor. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, I think Mark Ruffalo would have done a fine job, but I also think Joaquin Phoenix did a great job. So it's like either one, you know? I'm fine with yeah. either. Yeah. He was super cute on the couch with his little hat with the kids. Oh my gosh. Did you okay, those hats? They're like aluminum foil hats in the movie, right? Yeah. You'd think directing a movie, you'd make the hats out of aluminum foil, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> they were made out of beeswax paper that they just painted chrome. Why? I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. I think that's like such a weird fact. Like, is it cheaper? I genuinely don't know. Well, if it's cheaper, that's like, like to the tune of maybe $50 cheaper. Maybe. Maybe. That's like a. On a $75 million budget. I don't know. Ask M. Night Shyamalan why they did. Well, actually ask the props. I don't know who, who did the props for this film. But I just, I read about that and I was like, that's weird. Oh, you know what it might be? What? I know exactly what it might be. Okay. Aluminum foil would make a ton of noise. Okay. Do they really move a lot? Well, I mean, maybe. You're just sitting on the couch. The urge to just go into my kitchen and make one of those hats right now and see how loud it is in my mic is very strong. Yeah. <laughs> do you episode, also, maybe. though, yeah, we'll do like a, a YouTube special, Beeswax versus Aluminum Foil. <laughs> yeah. That, that must be it. That has to be it. For it's the, the same sound? reason why they. Yeah, it's the same reason why they don't use real chip bags. They're really that loud. makes sense. Because you're actively, like, if chips are in a scene and you're, like, eating from them, it's going to be, like, that's a whole thing. Yeah. But they weren't, like, even touching them, really. They were just sitting there with them on their head. There was also the scene where it was just the kids wearing them. And they were, like, yeah. putting them on each other's heads. And I guess. That's got to be it. I'm convinced. I've convinced <laughs> myself. I like it. I like it. <laughs> that's been, that's, like, a business I want to own is um like an experience where you go in and what's it called when you like add sounds to a movie oh uh uh folly folly artists yes like a folly experience where okay it's like a like an old cartoon or something just playing on the screen and you're in this room with all your friends and family and you get to like create the sounds of the cartoon with stuff around you i think that'd be a really fun like you know like an escape room but not obviously they, it's not like something you sign up for and they're actually removing it now. So it's kind of a moot point. But at Universal Studios in Hollywood, they had a special effects show where they would like go over like a ton of different special effects and they would ask, like they would get people that were going to see the show to per- like be in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the sections is they always get like a family to do a little folly test. Dude. So it's really funny to see. I, yeah. My 
cousins got to be in another part of the show and I got to be in the horror section part of the show. They just, you. they looked at me and knew. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't get to be a part of that because they usually pick like a family of four with like two parents, two yeah. kids. So, but yeah. it was really funny to like watch them try to keep up with the scene and like do mm-hmm. the things. But yeah, it's really interesting really. to see. I'm sure you could like YouTube that or something, but. That would be cool if yeah. it was, like, a whole actual, like, experience that you got to go in and try to do. Yeah, and then you get to, like, bring it home. Bring home your little DVD of, or, like, a flash drive or whatever. Of you fucking up the sounds of the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, I can't wait for it. Katie's yeah. folly experience coming soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and somebody can be, like, the voice actor and yeah, it'd be so fun. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Get on it. Cute. Okay, maybe I will. Okay. I'll be your first customer. Okay. We can we can do the example show. Mm. You, you should maybe get real folly artists for that. Oh. Well, it doesn't have to be perfect. True. Okay, if anybody knows a folly artist, get me in touch. Hit us up. Thanks. Preferably in the Arizona location. <laughs> i'd move oh there you go we're open open submissions all across mm-hmm. the u.s yep uh, um okay what are we talking about signs 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 which almost wasn't called signs tell me what, what it was almost called katie i don't remember i just remember it wasn't called. like it was called like alien invasion or something Something like alien like, yeah, invasion. Like uh, I'm glad he went yeah. with signs because signs, I think, is very uh, accurate to what is happening. Not only with the crop yeah. signs, but with the signs of like you know the baseball and the swing away and the water cups and the asthma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all comes gonna, together. Okay, yeah. You look that the, up. The asthma was a really good. Like I loved that as a plot point. Like, yeah, I'm like, why touch. are they focusing so much on him having asthma? And then like, click, just doot, light bulb. I think that's what like makes it so good at though too. Like the whole movie, you're like, why is Bo like thinking all of her water is contaminated? And it just sets it up to be like, there's water everywhere. Yep. Thank God. <laughs> um. Okay. It was originally supposed to be called. I'm going to tell you. Oh, my God. I know it was in this article. Uh-oh. Got to do a control The alien F. bulletin. Or visitors. Visitors? Fine. The alien yeah. bulletin? So obvious. No. No, no, no. That doesn't even sound like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> no. Signs, Signs does. does. Visitors does. Yeah. He likes those, I still like, think he should make a movie one word visitors. titles, huh? See? Yeah. Unbreakable. Split. Signs. Old. The visit. That's two, but still. <laughs> oh, so he... Visit. Is that about aliens? No. No. Yeah, it's not visitors, but there's the visit. 
And maybe so maybe he saved visitors. Maybe one day we'll get an day. alien. Oh. Oh. That was quite a while after. I don't think. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you, you you do never know. He said this movie was the easiest to write and like the best to produce, not produce, direct. Yeah. He liked it. Out of all of them. Nice. I always kind of wonder why. Like, what how many it? movies has he had? A lot. No, up to this. Oh, up to this? I or maybe no maybe idea. he maybe he has said that recently. Oh yeah, Signs was the easiest. But oh, I was just yeah. thinking it was pretty early in his career, I feel like. Kind of riding on Sixth Sense. Yeah, I know he'd done Sixth Sense. I know he'd done Unbreakable. I'm not sure what else he had done. Um, but yeah. I like that he insisted that like film posters didn't have any mention of the sixth sense when they like started marketing this he didn't even want mel gibson's face on the poster because he didn't want like people to go see it just because they liked sixth sense because he's like it's a very different movie and he didn't want to just feature mel gibson because he really felt like it was in an ensemble cast and didn't want that to like take attention away from everybody else who's in the movie which i can respect i like that and it's the movie that like kickstarted Abigail Breslin's career. It's her first movie. Yeah, first movie ever. And three out of the four like family members are younger siblings of other actors who I feel like were like a little bit more famous than them at the time this movie came out. True. So you have Abigail Breslin, whose older brother was Spencer Bre- is Spencer Breslin. <laughs> um, we have Rory Culkin who has Macaulay Culkin and Kiernan Culkin, but I feel like at that time, Macaulay Culkin was Macaulay. Yeah. household name. And then Joaquin Phoenix, who had his older brother, the late uh, River Phoenix. So mm-hmm. it's like just a bunch of little younger siblings getting their time to shine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mel Gibson. And then Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to talk um, about him much. I think people know. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Yeah, but um, I never I didn't realized that M. Night was in it until after the fact. I was like, oh, that's what M. Night looks like, huh? Had no idea. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan plays Ray Reddy. <laughs> I think in my head, I think in my head, I thought he was Quentin Tarantino. I don't know why, but that's who I imagine in my no. brain when I hear his name. Uh, which is wrong. That is wrong on a lot of levels. Very many levels. Um, (laughs) Also, in high school, one of my most embarrassing moments, and it wouldn't have been that embarrassing if my absolute fucking bully of a high school orchestra teacher didn't make a big deal out of it. We were doing an M. Night Shyamalan ensemble what's the, what's the word like uh, mix of greatest songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 in orchestra okay and he handed out the score so we could all like thumb through it or whatever um and he's like who can tell me the like common denominator of all of these sounds like these soundtracks okay and i knew what it was um and 
I did not know how to say M. Night Shyamalan. I called him M. Night Shyamalaya. And he made a really big deal out of it. He was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just said that. And, like, kids were laughing at me. And he was laughing at me. And it was, like, a big deal. He was a bully. He also kicked me out of his class. I know. I hate him. Um, To this day, I stalk him on um, LinkedIn to... I was like, careful. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I stalked him on LinkedIn just to be sure that I am more successful than him because that's all I care about in this world. Good. Yeah. He sounds like he sucks. Yeah. He works in customer service now, which is just like nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. He was a teacher. It's nice to not work in customer service, though. I'll tell you what. True. True. <laughs> true. Um, I just hope that people treat him the way he deserves. Yeah, I hope he has the day he deserves. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, no. M. Night Shyamalan, he actually, like, cameos in most, if not all, of his movies, I think. He he yeah, usually has a little pop in every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, and I guess this one's different because he has kind of, like, a significant, more significant role. Yeah. Well, I also think it was, like, probably harder to have a cameo in this because there's six people with lines like <laughs> seven if you count the wife like not a lot of characters even in this True. um yeah and i guess mel gibson didn't even know he was going to be playing ray ready until like the day that they were shooting <laughs> the first scene and he's like hello <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah but uh i like that all the crop circles are real yeah. They actually made fun. them. And production, like, created a new watering technique to make the corn grow faster. Oh. And I guess, like, the Delaware Valley uh, Agricultural College was like, hey, can you show us what you did? <laughs> <laughs> so I like awesome. that. <laughs> I want to know how they made the crop circles, though, because I don't. I mean, I'm sure they didn't do this in every scene, but that one scene where all you like see like, a close up of how the corn is just kind of like folded over. Mm-hmm. Like, did they just go and fold over each piece of corn individually? Or... Oh my God, Katie doesn't know how to make crop circles. That's crazy. Wow. How <laughs> no, it's, I um... love you to be <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, I know how crop shaming me for not knowing how to make an alien crop circle. I don't know if this is the technique they used in the film, but typically <laughs> when crop circles are made, um, how I've yeah. seen it is usually like a plank and then two ropes on either side and you just step on it and you just keep going and stepping on it. So it pushes oh. the corn over. I don't think they would have done it individually. That sounds insane. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe for that one scene where it's like a close up because it, Certainly didn't look like it was planked. No, I thought it looked planked. Oh, okay. They were all just, what would be the difference in visual looks if it was pushing each one over individually versus planking them multiple at a time? Maybe like the direction that they go? You felt very uniform. the direction, yeah, which would not happen if you were planking all of them at once. I think it would be less easy to control. Okay, sure. <laughs> wow. I'm having fucking flashbacks to my time in orchestra when I no. met Night Shyamalaya. I'm just 
asking questions and I feel like we're coming to a common understanding that planking would work just fine. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Does it does it say how were the crop circles know. made? In signs. In signs. <laughs> no. Nothing. Doesn't really say. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing immediately. That's but fair. fine, I'll I'll you do some research. Yeah, M night on the yeah. on the phone. Yeah, Ask I'll just him. call him up. Yeah. Ask him about Mr. the Knight? beeswax too. I wanna know. For sure. Definitively. <laughs> I mean I'm I'm I've convinced myself. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, I've never really thought about it until rewatching this yesterday, but <laughs> Rory Culkin is kind of like a little screen king. Not little. He's older than me. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it can't be that he's much a, older than He's me. a child in this, but I think he's four years older. Yeah. I want to say I looked it up and he was 1989. Um, it checks out. But yeah, he's in this, he's in the Scream series, he's in Castle Rock, he's in Jack Goes Home, he's in Lords of Chaos, which, like, is technically listed as a horror movie. I personally think it's more of a drama thriller, but I'll give it to him. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, I didn't realize he was in Scream. He's not in the original one. No, no. Okay. You'll find out. <laughs> is he an adult? Oh, when he's in Scream? Yeah. He's older. Okay. Yeah. He's not a little kid. Cute. Yeah. And then Walking Phoenix, I was afraid. Yeah. Has he done any other scary movies? Joker was kind of spooky. <laughs> no, it was. Not a horror movie. <laughs> I would consider it a psychological something. Thriller. <laughs> it's not really a thriller. No. It wasn't exciting. It was really uncomfortable. It's like, listed as a crime drama thriller. So. I disagree, and I'm the expert. I've seen 40 horror movies. 40 horror movies. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. I definitely haven't seen like over 500. <laughs> yeah. There are different levels of expertise. I literally know that too because someone someone had said like, "Oh, I'm about to watch like my 500th horror movie. What should it be?" And then I was like, "Have I seen that many?" So I went on my letterbox and like sorted it by horror and was just like, "Yeah, I've seen over 500." <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll have to make my thousandth special. <laughs> How many are you at? I have no idea. But also Letterbox is just all the ones that I remember seeing that I like marked. Oh. So I feel like there might be some that I've seen that I didn't yeah. remember. Cause I used to I used to just go on like any streaming site and just A through Z it. Oof. You watch a lot of stinkers that way, let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I I'd be willing to bet. Only oh, ever God. turned off one. Ever. Only one I couldn't sit there. It's called Run, Hide, Die. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That. You can't. I I wish I could tell you what happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Shaky cam was too bad. Everyone was screaming. Oh, no. You couldn't hear the villain talk. 
And I looked it up. It said it only got worse from there. So I just was like, I think I'm, I'm going to head out. That's it. <laughs> can't, can't do it. <laughs> you see it in theaters? Mm-mm. That was a scrolling through. I think it was on Hulu or something back in the day. But yeah, I mean, my Yikes. old roommate used to just like scroll, click. <laughs> Run, hide, die, huh? Yeah, yeah. We should watch it sometime. Yeah, I, I, I would watch it. Would you finish it? You'd have to finish it. <laughs> I'd do my best. <laughs> Good. Well, how scary did you think Signs was? Um, a two. Okay. What okay. scenes gotcha? Or was it just the, like, tension of it? Yeah, I think it's more the tension of it. And, like, the the dog attacking scene was not ideal, which, in hindsight, I don't really understand why that happened. I think it was just to show that, like, animals are, like, like acting Being differently, weird. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like even at the beginning, like you can hear crickets and then they stop once Bo screams. <laughs> and that's when he wakes up. So yeah, like even that, like subtle little things of like the animals are like not okay, which happens when like disasters are about to, th- you know? So I think it was just a symbol yeah. of like something big is about to happen. True. True. Uh, but no, yeah, it's just the, the tension of it all, for sure. Yeah. The aliens certainly didn't scare me. <laughs> I will not be sleeping with my lights on tonight. That's mm. for sure. Yeah. Like my mom in some parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll figure out who's actually seen signs, but... <laughs> Not today. (laughs) Not today. No. It won't be today. Uh, How about you? Uh, I give it a 1.5. Not far off. I don't find it scary anymore, but there were some moments of tension, and I have to give it a little bump because it did scare me when I was a kid. I was spooked as a child. (laughs) Yeah. But I do remember liking it as a kid, too, which a lot of... The, I was a very sensitive child to horror, so, like, I didn't like a lot of horror movies when I was a kid. Are you okay? Yeah, I punched my mic. I'm I so saw sorry. that. <laughs> uh, sexy? Did you think it was sexy? No. Oh, okay. Well... Oh. Yeah, maybe a little. Oh my gosh, how sexy. Let's call it a two. Ooh, wait, okay, that just jumped. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, you know, the, the long, linky alien guy. Okay, we know you like aliens. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't, like, tentacled or anything. That would really bumped it up. But there's something inviting about them. Fair. You? 1.5. For the aliens? Yeah, smash. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah, I'm not going to say I'm not going to give it a go. <laughs> Maybe that's what they came for. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you're probably right. 
came for. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for my actions. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> um, fucked up. I give it a one. Oh. But multiple dogs die. It's a horror movie. Dogs die in horror movies. I'm sorry. This I might... is our first horror movie where the dog dies. That's not true. They died in things. The thing. Oh, that's true. Um, and maybe more. That's just the first one I could think of that I knew for sure dogs died. <laughs> maybe the dogs die in alien movies. <laughs> oh, that's true. Is there anything no. else we've seen where a dog died? Zombie movies. Ginger snaps. True. Dog died. Werewolf movie. Creature different. features. Creature, creature features. features. So the dogs die in creature features. What else? Megan. Megan. Not a creature feature. We should have marked this as a spoiler in case people Sci-fi. skipped episodes. Well, you know what? You're here. Sorry. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Website dedicated to this? I think, yeah, when it happens enough that there's a whole website about it, it's kind of like. Yeah. It is fucked up, but in the grand scheme of things. I might give it a 1.5, though, only because it it is like. It still makes me like a little bit nervous when he like has this asthma attack and they have to like breathe through it in the night. That is kind of fucked up. That'd be really scary as as a parent. Or as the kid. Oh, yeah. I'll give it a 1.5. What about you? Yeah, yeah I gave it a 2. 2? Mostly for the dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, th- the kid had to kill the dog. Yeah. That's fucked. Um, but I will argue the opposite of you and say that there is a website because it bothers people so much. Not just because it happens so often, but because it bothers people so much, they have to look it up. That is fair. So. That's a that's a fair car- counter argument. I'll take it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I think there was plenty of opportunity for it to be more fucked up than it was. But two feels good. Yeah, I think it. What is it even rated? Do we know? PG thirteen. Yeah, I was gonna say it can't be R. No. Yeah, it's a it's no a very mild horror movie. Yeah. It's like you said, kind of built more on tension than totally. Alien walking across the screen. Yeah. I like <laughs> honestly. Is it even horror? Like Yeah. I and think not so, sci-fi? Right? Sci-fi, sci-fi thriller? Can be horror. But is it a sci-fi horror or is it a sci-fi thriller? It's a little bit of both. Thriller and sci-fi can be sub-genres of horror. Okay. So what makes it horror then? The horror elements that are within it. The Such first as? party scene was that was listed as like one of the like top 100 jump scares in any movie. That was was a a, jump scare? That was a horror movie. Yes, that was a jump scare when it came out. You weren't nine. You don't know. 
true. I mean, did people not know it was an alien movie going into it? No, you did. Oh. I think I think people just didn't expect to like see it that like I don't know. I'm telling you, I was nine and losing my mind about it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, overall, overall, I enjoyed it. Three and a half. Okay. <laughs> had a good time all right you sorry i'm still taking in your uh in-depth review um (laughs) i want to hear what you said first and then i'll defend myself or agree with you oh okay i gave it a four out of five oh i liked it more um (laughs) you like it more i do yeah i love this movie i like like it more no i like it more okay yeah (laughs) no it reminds me of my childhood like i will never forget the first time i watched this my sister in our basement just like freaking out about it and like when everything kind of came together at the end we're like oh the water like it's just like i don't know there's just something that like this movie will always have kind of a special little place in my heart i also remember we had a movie club at our work and (laughs) We, this movie got brought up. We didn't watch it, but it got brought up. And everybody just started saying how terrible it was. And I remember, like, me and one other girl were just like, did you like this movie? Because I love this movie. <laughs> like, just, I felt like I had to defend it. So screw you if you hate this movie. Keep to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more, I, but yeah. That's so annoying. It's that's so annoying, really right? Me. Isn't it? <laughs> it's really annoying. This is what you do to me every time. Every time. <laughs> no, I... I Yeah, no, I really, really... I really enjoy... I did really enjoy it, not as much as you. Yeah, not as much um, I have a little bias because it's a James Newton Howard film. Composer. Composer. Yeah, I know Composer. Lord of the Rings. One of the oh. most iconic. The word is escaping me. Sound One of the drugs? most. No, no. Composer. We oh. literally just said it. Yeah. One of the most iconic composers of all time. He's done Harry Potter. He's done Lord of the Rings. So I have a little bias. He, he bumped it up a 0.5. <laughs> Mid. Name a more iconic soundtrack than Lord of the Rings. Um, Jaws. Yeah, that's fair. That's up there. Top five. Jaws, Lord of the Rings, top five. Um, That's fair. Oh, so it would have been a three. But the music oh, yeah. bumped it up. So I really it liked it more than you did. That's crazy. No, because the soundtrack is I, it impacts a film. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> yeah, noxious, but I take it. 
All right. Would you survive? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't really think about it until now. You never really do. No, I really don't. Um, maybe by episode fifty. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, no, I. I, it, I should think about it ahead of time. No, but no, no. I, like I, it. I would definitely. I would live. Um, one because. I, if I'm in that movie and I'm living in like farmland or whatever, I would be living near water. Like that's one of my, like, literally my husband and I are like actively looking for houses across the United States with farmland and water. Okay. But you're in their shoes. So you're not by water. You're out there making crop circles one at a time. You're busy. <laughs> Why am I? So I'm the alien? If I'm that character, if I'm in his shoes, I'm living by water, first of all. Or I'm putting my foot down and saying, we're going towards the lake. Okay. With the veterinarian. You'd go with the guy who killed your wife? Well, I, I not with him, but I would take his advice. Why? I don't know. Yeah, you have no reason. You just say that He's because you know. That <laughs> so? If, but that's the only iota of, like, hope that they got to be yeah. able to live through this is that they don't like water, potentially. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you, like, lean into that? I don't know. I can't I say. I would. Yeah. Not subscribing to the mass hysteria of it all. I'm just finding a solution. And the only solution I was even remotely given. Water. Was water. All right. You know what? Fair enough. Thank you. Okay. Would you survive? Yeah. No one dies in this movie. (laughs) The wife does. Well... (laughs) I don't I don't walk alone at night, so it's not Well it doesn't matter if she was walking alone. Good thing she was walking alone, because if she wasn't more That's people true. killed. Yeah. She needed a but no. Well that wouldn't have helped either. I was gonna say she needed a reflective vest, but that wouldn't have helped either. Yeah, he just fell asleep. I don't think there was anything. It was fate, it was a sign. She had to die. It's like it was meant to be, he says to the man whose wife he killed. That's a crazy thing to say to someone when you cause the death. Can you imagine? Yeah. It was almost like it was meant to be. If you think I'm not throwing hands at that exact moment, that's crazy. Well, why did he even say that? What do you mean it's meant to be? I think it was, like, supposed to hint at that whole, like, signs, is it a miracle, is it just luck type of thing that, like, is the recurring theme throughout the movie. Because he was saying, like... If I had fallen asleep at any other time in Erville, like any other time, I wouldn't, I would have just gone gone into the curb. Nothing would have happened. Like he had to fall asleep at that exact moment for it to like happen. So I think that's why he said it, but also unbelievably insensitive. Yeah. If, if I, if I think we've talked about this, if I killed somebody on accident. Yeah. I mean, I, 
to be clear, I would not kill somebody on purpose. But if I killed right? somebody on accident, there's going to be another life on my hands. It's not going to be someone else's. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm done. No way. And I'm sure as hell not living in the same town as him. Yeah, I'd move. Being their veterinarian. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, he wasn't. That's why when the dog, they didn't go to the vet. Remember, right. he said like, oh, we can take him to the doctor. And the kid's like, he's just a doctor. What's he going to do? And he's like, oh, I'll figure it out. You know. Wait, so no, wait, wasn't it the, the other vet. way around? Oh, oh, you're right. You're no, right. I think that I think the you're kid right. might have referenced like, well, can't he do something about it? And he's like, no, you're right. We'll take him to the doctor. Yeah, because the dog peed in the house. Yeah, that's right. So that was like another kind of hint that they're not going to take him to the vet because yeah, the vet is Ray. Yeah. Whoops. Whoopsie Daisy. It was meant to be. I also didn't. I didn't really make the connection at the end that like his faith was restored. Mm-hmm. I did not make that connection at all. Him putting I'm glad on that you the, said that. the priest uniform didn't. Do- Oh, well, well, no, no. I, I mean, I knew he was, he became a priest again. I knew his faith was restored, but I didn't make the connection of why. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the, because it was the asthma thing, right? It was like. I think it was that mixed with like everything just kind of coming together at the end. Yeah. Like, that he realized. Because he has that whole spiel, right? Earlier in the movie where he's talking to Meryl and says there's two types of people in the world. One that see signs and see them as signs and pointing to things and luck as miracles and then there's people who just see it as a 50 50 it's either good luck or bad luck which type of person are you right and at that point he says he's the second type of the person and i think by the end he realizes he's the first type yeah i mean the name of the movie is perfect it's wild they were even considering anything else yeah, I would have been pissed if they called it the Alien Bulletin and that's <laughs> Oh my god. Can you imagine? I wouldn't even have seen it. I would have been... <laughs> no way. No way. Not watching that. <laughs> no way. The Alien Bulletin. I don't want to know exactly what the movie's about from the title. No, I think Signs is a perfect title for this movie. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. 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 <laughs> um, well... You want to guess the the plot of next week's movie? Yes. All right. Well, since next week will be getting closer and closer to uh, my personal favorite holiday, Halloween. Next week's movie is called Trick or Treat. Okay, I can sort of envision the the poster. Okay, you see the poster. I think. What is it? I think it's the masked killer that this movie is about. Okay. In a jack-o'-lantern mask. Okay. Like live action Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. Except orange. Oh, okay. okay. And human. Got it. it is. So, so it's a human really, killer movie. Yeah. So it's really not like. Mass killer. Nightmare before Christmas at all. But it is a mass killer. Got it. Okay. Mass yes. killer. Mass killer. Um, Jack-o'-lantern mask. And I mean, the title says it all. It does. 
it's people going trick-or-treating, college students going trick-or-treating. Going trick-or-treating. Yeah. Because um, you do that still at that age. Um, they're going around to, like, all of their Halloween parties and going mm-hmm. and getting candy. And um, just slowly start being picked off one by one by this masked killer. The jack-o'-lantern And I have a guy. feeling... I have a feeling by the way that you've been picking movies recently, not a whole lot of plot outside of that. So. No offense to you. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but no, I think that's what it is. I think, I think they're going trick or treating. They start getting picked off and there's probably a scene where they're going through trying to find the killer mm-hmm. with the pumpkin face yeah mask you know yeah it's like who done it yeah like you're the killer and then it's like oh no you're billy from my physics class and then they put you know Mm -hmm. i do know because i've seen it so yeah i remember the scene you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) am i close no (laughs) not even a little not even a little is it about trick-or-treating yeah oh okay Partially. So I'm a little close. You're going to love it. I got something it. right. Not only does this have a plot, it has multiple interweaving plots. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's exactly what we need now. Exactly. You're going to be up to your toes and nose. Up to your nose. Up to your toes to wouldn't toes? be much. <laughs> no, up to my toes is about what Evil Dead and Friday the 13th gave me. <laughs> up to <Sorry>. your nose <laughs> and plot. That's what's going to happen. Oh, I'm excited. Whoa, there's so many plot points. (laughs) Yay. How will we ever get through the summary? We can't. No, we can't. Uh, Um, (laughs) I cannot wait. I'm excited. Yay. (laughs) Well, see you next week. Bye. There it is. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about the Halloween-themed anthology, Trick or Treat. We hope to see you then. Bye!